Welcome to Goblin Entertainment. My name is Rob Hoffman. I will be your solo host for this April 10th Sunday episode. The special all about the Salt Lake City Comic Con. The sponsor tonight for this episode is GobCon. It is a annual Goblin Convocation that is held in Butte, Montana. This year it is on September 16th and 17th. You can find out more information at www.gobcon.info. The awesome music in the background, as always, is Shellshock Lullaby. They are gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. You can check them out at shellshocklullaby.com. All right. Well, our uh, creative team at Valor and uh, all our podcasting uh, got back a couple weeks ago from the Salt Lake City Comic Con. Uh, one of the previous podcasts, it was listed as one of the top ten pod- er, uh, podcasts, one of the top ten uh, Comic Cons to uh, attend outside of the San Diego Comic Con, one of the new and upcoming Comic Cons. So we decided to go and check it out and see what it was all about and report back to you on it. And uh, it did not disappoint overall. It was a it was a pretty good shindig. Um, overall, the uh, guest list, I guess, was what we'll start with. Uh, boasted a really really good uh, guest list for the most part. Um, starting out with uh, Buzz Aldrin, he did a Mission to Mars panel, and they had a big package where you could get a book signed by Buzz and your picture taken and. Um, and then uh, sit in on his uh, panel for his Mission to Mars talk. Um, that all turned out pretty good. Uh, got the uh, Mission to Mars book from Buzz. Then uh, they had a couple, or actually quite a, well, I don't want to say a few, but they had some A-listers. Um, Jeremy Renner had uh, signed up last minute. Kate Beckinsale, uh, Nick Carter, Jillian Anderson, Matt Smith, uh, George Takei. Um, unfortunately, the uh, actor that uh, played Daryl in Walking Dead canceled last minute, citing uh, having to go back and do uh, some last minute shoots to the finale of uh, Walking Dead. Um, and so that really sucked because he was the big one that we're all looking forward to meet at Comic-Con. And so that, that kind of blew, but, um, they had a really good list. Otherwise, uh, they had various packages as far as tickets that you could buy, uh, ranging from VIP gold and then the regular tickets. I will advise you that if you decide that you're going to go to the Salt Lake city Comic-Con, Definitely invest the extra money in the VIP ticket packages because you don't want to be sitting in those lines forever because those lines were huge. Uh, We bought the VIP tickets and boy, we're glad that we were because there were some lines that were just outrageous even with the VIP tickets. Uh, It was pretty crazy. Um, We had a variety of people go and kind of fan out and check out everything so that we could cover as much ground as possible and a variety of individuals uh two of us were disabled veterans um so you know made use of all the various uh things that they had available if you uh have disabilities and want to go to the salt lake city comic-con one thing i will say about their ada uh disability teams they were absolutely phenomenal so if you had something that uh 
limited your mobility, they were outstanding on working with individuals, uh, you know, with disabilities there. I have to give their mobility teams A pluses for working with everybody there. Uh, another aspect of the staff that was outstanding, uh, when you buy your tickets, you get these uh, wristbands, and the wristbands are linked to you going in and leaving. And so when we first got there, I put my wristband on, and uh, we were walking around before the Comic-Con started the first day, and my wristband popped off, and I lost it. And so I had to go in and talk to the team, the wristband team, or registration team, about getting a new wristband and getting re-registered and all that stuff, and they were absolutely phenomenal about it. So the registration teams were extremely efficient in getting a new band and then getting us uh, through where we needed to be. So the experience there was really good. They had a really good information boost, actually, throughout the place. So if you had any questions, there are always people uh, fairly close around where you could ask uh, which was a good thing because their labeling of things were actually really piss poor. You didn't know where you were going for stuff because there weren't very good signs around uh, where you needed to be. And a good example of that was like the Buzz Aldrin thing. Um, we went to the Grand Ballroom, which they had listed, and we ended up standing on the wrong side of it waiting for it and then uh, found out probably way too late that we were on the wrong side and then had to go all the way around to the other side to the end of the line which was unfortunate because um, uh, for those of us that couldn't stand for very long periods of time couldn't go through the Buzz Aldrin line but the rest of us that were able to stand in the line were able to go through and enjoy you know that event but uh you know, there's some growing pains, obviously, with the Salt Lake City Comic Con. Um, you know, they definitely need to do a better job of their coordination as far as the individual panel events, labeling where you needed to go if you were VIP or gold tickets. Um, you know, there was good things and there were bad things. Um, and the same held true with the, uh, with the individuals that were there. We bought a bunch of the photo ticket packages, um, you know, to have our pictures taken with the celebrities, and the majority of the celebrities were really good. Um, you know, we had a lot of fun. I'd have to say that probably the uh, the best ones were Matt Smith and Alan Tudyk. Uh, they were phenomenal as far as posing with you and really getting into it with you. And then the absolute worst that I wouldn't waste money on again was Kate Beckinsale and Jillian Anderson. You know, it, uh, I don't know if it was just long days and they were crabby or what the deal was, but it was like, don't touch me, don't get near me. And, you know, I just really wasn't impressed with it. Um, you know, you stand in line and you have all these people that are super excited to meet these individuals. And then it was just a really bad impression. Um, you know, was super excited and they were probably the top two, um, you know, outside of the cancellation that I was excited about. And then I walked away not liking them very much, which was unfortunate. Um, so, you know, you hear that saying, be careful of meeting the people that you idealize because you might not like them. Well, in this case, it was true. But uh, there were a lot of 
outstanding celebrities, uh, you know, that were great. Um, George Takei was phenomenal, and he's always phenomenal. Uh, wherever he is, you know, larger-than-life personality. Uh, Summer Glau was really good. Uh, LeVar Burton was fun. I have to say that one of the best people that were there was Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob. He was so great with the kids, you know, doing all the miscellaneous voices, but especially SpongeBob. He's so great to hang out with. Um, and then, uh, you know, just interacting with the kids, it was really great to see him. Um, Mitch Pelagi, the guy who played uh, Agent Skinner in the X-Files, he was fantastic. Really hanging around, hanging out with fans and taking pictures outside of his booth and he was actually just wandering around and he would talk to fans and stuff like that he was absolutely fantastic um let's see who else peter davidson was pretty good uh sylvester mccoy um boy just there were a lot of good ones there especially the smaller booths that were uh in the back that you would you know maybe refer to not as much uh a-listers were the best ones um the z nation actors uh that they had all together were probably the best that were there they were by far my favorite they were the great greatest to hang out with they actually you know talked for a while um got really great photos with them and signed uh cast photos and all that and they were by far probably my favorite that were there um outside of gray's but, uh, yeah, you know, uh, as far as the celebrities go, um, overall, if I had to give an A through F rating for the, for the guests that Salt Lake City Comic Con had there, I'd rate it a B-plus overall. It was, uh, it was pretty good um, for the most part. Uh, they were great, except for the A-listers weren't, weren't so hot, um, you know, as far as the photos and all that. Um, and actually talking about the uh, paying for those photos, the professional photos that they take, I would not waste my money on that again. And that whole experience was a nightmare in itself. Um, you know, essentially you pay this monstrous fee and we actually paid for two photos a piece. Um, and then you would go up to this monster gaggle of people trying to look at this one location that was bottlenecked at the front of the lines to figure out times. They would change times last minute. They wouldn't bother to tell you. You would go up there. Then they would yell at you for being up there trying to check the times, you know. And, and if you weren't even remotely close to when a time was coming up for one of the celebrities, you know, they would yell at you to leave and come back, even though you were trying to check your times. Uh, it got pretty tense there. And there were some really rude staff members running that photo area. Um, you know, I'm going to give credit to the majority of the staff uh, for Comic-Con. They were really good, but the photo staff, uh, minus the ADA staff that were helping people through the photos, uh, the photo security guys towards that were organizing the lines, um, not the ones that were checking people in, but the ones that were actually organizing the lines were a bunch of jackasses. Um, they were just a bunch of jerks. And so that aspect of it didn't make it enjoyable at all. And for the amount of money that you're dropping on those photos, you figured that they could actually be nice. And it was just pretty horrible gaggle. Um, past that, uh, the individual booth photos are the way to go. A lot of the celebrities would just do photos uh, at their booths. 
with you and then you could get their picture signed and all that stuff and that seemed to be the best way to go except for some of the a-listers and again it wasn't worth wasting the money on it you know i had more fun going booth to booth and talking you know to the other actors and you know uh miscellaneous people that were there having your picture taken with them and actually being able to converse with them they were really great that way um so you know take that for what it was worth um by far i'd have to say that the vendors were probably the best part of the whole thing the vendors were extraordinary anything that you could even remotely want was there you know i went there with a list of items that i didn't want to leave without and i got it you know i've got everything that was on my list from uh, hard to find comic books miscellaneous collectibles and original art i found it all there it was absolutely extraordinary um so the vendors were worth going in my book by themselves um you know some of the stars that we met were just bonus like i said the z nation people and then uh, some of the others that were there were fantastic um but you know the vendors were just out of this world Overall, you know, we had a we had a really good experience. Um, I would say that uh, Salt Lake City Comic Con, in comparison to San Diego Comic Con, you know, it's it's smaller, but it it's still pretty big in size, um, and I'm sure it's going to grow. Well, and this actually was the FanX experience, so they do two a year, um, and I don't know if they're going to do FanX next year. I don't think they are, um, but I'd have to verify that, so don't take my word for it. You'll have to look. Um, but I guess the full Comic-Con is in September. This was the FanX experience, so they do it twice a year. And this really kind of had the feel of the money machine where they're just kind of pushing you through to take your money, you know, in a lot of, a lot of cases. And so maybe they need to return to just one, you know, really good one that they need to focus on. And maybe that was part of the problem you know, with some of the stuff. I don't know. Um, you know, who knows? I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like I'm bashing it too bad, because to be honest with you, we all had a really, really good time at it for the most part uh, with a couple of minor hiccups. But overall, I would really suggest if you haven't been to the Salt Lake City Comic Con, go Make sure you get those VIP tickets. I have to give those an A+. Um, you really want to be able to jump up to the front of the lines and skip the rest of the miles and miles of lines that would otherwise be there if you didn't have the VIP tickets. They are definitely worth the investment. Um, if you plan on going to visit the different actor booths, um, you know, or get in line for any of the other major stuff. Plus, it helps you access the vendors early each day which is actually really nice. Was able to get in early um, on day one and get into a lot of the major vendor booths while they still had all the rare stuff. And then when they opened that floodgate of everybody else coming in, it was amazing how many people swarmed in there afterwards. But it was really nice having that hour at the start of every day before they let in general admission, you know, to go around and shop at all the vendor booths. And even going around to the... uh, guest booths too a lot of the guests were set up during the vip time before they open up for general admission so you could go in and talk to them before everybody else came in so vip tickets are a must um but overall yeah check out the salt lake city uh comic-con the next one is in september uh beginning of september i believe 
You can check out their site at uh, saltlakecitycomiccon.com. It was a pretty awesome event. Um, so this is just your general update. Originally, we're going to do a group update, but unfortunately, all our schedules didn't mesh to be able to put it together. So this is just kind of my individual perspective on it. A little bit laid back, uh, but I wanted to take some time to think about it before we just kind of shot it out there. Um, just for the simple fact that some of the unfortunate stuff made me a little mad, um, like I said, with that photo stuff, and I just wanted some time to think on it and kind of chillax on it a little bit. Um, but like I said, overall, it was a great event. We had a wonderful time. Um, you know, maybe in a couple of years we'll go back, but we'll put our sights on some of the other cons coming up in the future uh, on the uh, Facebook page for Goblin Entertainment. We posted some of the photos from uh, the Comic-Con, so you can check those out. Um, and uh, we'll do a few more updates on it uh, on the website for the podcast. I'll at least post the uh, the Comic-Con website on there so that you can go and access it and check out the list that they're building for September. I want to thank you for tuning in for Goblin Entertainment. Again, this is just a special episode uh, talking about coming back from Salt Lake City Comic Con. Within the next week, we'll get back to our regular programming um, of all the new stuff that's coming out. Apologize for the break, but we've been busy on the road and working on miscellaneous projects. But we'll get a bunch of new content out to you over the next couple of weeks. Um, as always, it's been great talking to you. Um, I'm Rob Hoffman, your host for Goblin Entertainment, and wishing you all a good night.